3D printing technology is pushing the limits of customization, bringing ease to surgical planning and making predictable outcomes. If you are a surgeon wanting to make lives better, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Surgeons in 3D Printing podcast. And now, your host, Dr. Ruchi Pathak-Cole, to take you on this beautiful journey. Welcome to the Surgeons in 3D Printing podcast. And today, after a very long time, I have a guest which is very special and close to my heart, Dr. Jayanti Pathsalki. And today, I want to celebrate this day because we are going to launch our book, which is Fundamentals of Medical 3D Printing for Medical and Dental Professionals. Welcome, ma'am. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, Ruchi. It's been an amazing journey with you. Last few months, we have been um, working together on this book, and it's been really an amazing journey. Thank you right. for the opportunity. Thank you, ma'am. It was it was really uh, inspiring. You were very inspiring, and not only inspiring, but rather I too learned a lot from you. And I think today, uh, before we actually disclose that yes, this is the book that we have to launch, and it is already there now, available on Amazon. Let's discuss particular things which went on behind the scenes. So let's start with our backgrounds. So could you tell the viewers and the listeners about your background and important landmarks in your professional journey up until now? So that we get a perspective of why we went, then went for the book. So, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, this is a very interesting question and I'm sure people should be uh, interested in, in seeing why these two people got together and, and wrote the book. Um, this, my journey into 3D printing happened about, oh, I should say, close to 22 years ago. Um, I'm amazed it's going to be close, close to a quarter century. Wow. I can't even believe so. <laughs> <laughs> it's been really so. So uh, I actually started the first computer diagnostic center for maxillofacial discrepancies way back in 87 and uh, um, started writing my own programs on CAD CAM. Um, the, like we always say, necessity is your mother of invention. Since people refuse to teach us, then we start the, we started le learning things on our own and adding the program. And, and there's always somebody who, who lands with you at the right time to do the job. So we did it. And uh, in 97, 98, I was translating a program to Windows. And when I went to the engineering university to help me with that, they said they were getting a 3D printer. Anna University got a 3D printer then. And I was really surprised when they said, uh, we are getting a 3D printer, come on tomorrow. I said, what's a 3D printer? All I knew was paper and printing. Right. Um, the next day was really uh, a game changer for me. The moment I saw this, this, it wasn't a huge big machine. It was a dimension 550, I'm sorry. And that was, uh, it was more than a desktop, but less than a huge monster what we use. <laughs> some of these uh, things what we use today. And uh, it started printing a mandible. Wow. Yeah, I was really amazed at that, I said. Because they had the STL file then supplied by the company. Wow. And uh, we printed that as the first stop. It was really a game changer, I said. 
my, my heart went into it and i said uh, i got to get into this technology and because i was a maxillofacial surgeon at that time in uh, at malara hospitals and when we used to do the reconstruction after tumor resections they used to come back after 3 months to give them a denture or whatever possible to replace the teeth we had no other options we excepting the reconstruction plate what we used and uh, the the fibula grafts were all few and far between and many people were not even talking about it and no question of any plan then i said here's the technology and we started doing that then at the end of that i said okay we have played around with these plastics now it time for me to look into implantables then went and did my phd in uh, at the university of oklahoma with dr shivakumar raman where i worked on 3d printing of titanium uh we i worked on lattice structures because i quickly realized the um, the density and uh, the young's right. modulus of uh, of titanium was way too much to put in which is going to cause stress healing so we started working on that and uh, uh, very interestingly the first part of the paper got the decobin award in from wow. the society of manufacturing engineers and that was the first ever recognition in my this one so uh, then i worked in the industry for 6 uh, years uh, at dallas texas where i was the director of the company started the uh, gave them the directions right from scratch it was the it was a startup and then we came further along a long way in the maxillofacial reconstruction then it was time for me to move on to the rest of the parts of the body and i said a hospital probably probably be the best and now here i am at nationwide children's hospital heading the 3d printing program and uh, working all the way from the neurosurgeons to the orthopedics to to the cardiac to you name the specialty and we work with them including the education and the simulation department very happy to do so so it's been a really long journey but it's it's, it's been a very happy journey wow ma'am it's 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 a pleasure to listen to all this and i'm sure people will be surprised that how you could jump from a clinical journey to a mechanical engineering journey exactly. and then back to clinical work and i mean it's a mix of clinical and engineering at the moment right. but i think you were able to connect what you learned earlier so it was like connecting the dots in your life yes. and getting the right experience uh, for the right things to do i mean in future very true uh, it was the path was uh, i mean everything happened as a natural corollary one after the other my initial cad programming on 2d uh, made me think on 3d after some time then then to go from the design to with the physical parts and then how uh, so the interestingly even t- t- today my surgeons are happy because i'm able to talk with them the language that they talk exactly. with the surgeons and also understand the the manufacturing aspect of it and the materials aspect of it as dentists you know we learn a lot of materials on the way yes so the, it's a that, whole new uh, subject for us like dental materials is yeah. one whole subject so the dental materials is a very vast one and and it's something which is going on which is now. Uh, increasing every day yes it is so now the 3d printing is doing the same thing so it's it's actually very connected very connected exactly So I mean I've heard this I've heard all of these words from you 
time and again and even when i listen it every time it's very inspiring to know that you know you began from the medicine world and you jumped into the engineering world you could get all of it here and then you could implement it back to the medicine it was like giving back in a way and it's it's amazing and i think uh, i think you were the you were a very apt person to be there for this uh, book project which i really uh, i mean i feel that i was lucky that uh, it is you i mean amazing <laughs> <laughs> because for me really we were uh, i mean uh, blessed to be together i would yes, say yes ma'am definitely and for me it was like i still remember ma'am around 12 to 13 years before when we were when we were doing our uh, fellowship not a fellowship exactly but uh, we were doing a training in the cancer hospital uh, in noida and at that point in time uh, we had patients who required palliative reconstructions and we gave them uh, obturators Uh, so when we gave these obturators definitely there was a part of hard uh, palate and the soft palate which had to be covered back then uh, we were not using 3d printing but then we gave them the obturators we tried best to really create them but as we progressed i realized that with technology we could have given them far better ones similar situation happened when right. i started working in maxillofacial trauma where we had reconstruction defects which could not be handled in the acute setting and they went for secondary reconstruction and they were in a bad state so in my phd i did uh, I, i did my phd and i did uh, the mid phase reconstruction using medical 3d printing and there i realized that there were a lot of things which you, we could not attain by a single surgery or even if it was two surgeries and the results that we could at- obtain by using medical 3d printing were very fast within less period of time with lesser surgeries and i think uh, they were amazing i mean the outcomes were amazing and so i went into the subject i wanted to know where is the world in this because i thought maybe we are far behind and definitely in certain instances we were and so getting to know uh, so many experts i brought in people in the podcast and these experts i learned a lot from everybody you being one of them and today i'd also like to tell my guest that ma'am you are the pioneer actually who started with medical 3d printing in india so as to say because it's been a long time since you've been uh, practicing this particular technology and bringing it to the world so so congratulations on that as well thank you so much uh, actually we started with custom cranial implants way back in 2003 2004 where instead of printing the the um, the craniopathy plates we used to use the forming um, but we used to print the skull and then make the design out of it okay. and uh, my first surgery was in coimbatore uh, at uh, uh, kmc uh, with dr parthiban and um, we were able to do two cranioplasties in under 2 hours wow. in the same in the Amazing. same theater with the same team Wow. same surgeon same nurses everything was same yeah. so we were able to finish the surgery within uh under 40 minutes uh is it uh, and the implants were fitted so well and then um, we were able to clean the room for the, get it ready for the next surgery and finish it within about 2 to 2 and 1/2 hours uh, wow. that was uh, it was really uh, a big thing uh, when we first realized how quick the surgery can be and we can take away the effect of uh, uh, intraoperative casting of of pmma uh, during the cranial surgeries 
That's 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 really amazing uh, what 3D printing can do and the potential. So Absolutely. next time before and now we can just jump into our journey. So I'd like to I like you to start uh, how we started with the journey of the book. I think our listeners will be interested to really <laughs> know how we really started. <laughs> Uh, this was a new endeavor for the new year so please <laughs> let's yeah. talk about that yeah uh i would first say the the first thing was uh sometime i guess it was in late november or something like that uh i received a a call or an email from you which said um i would like to meet with you and when i saw that mail i said who's this person talking about 3d printing and uh i knew india was going far far forward with 3d printing but when i heard this name something struck in me i i believe there is a connectivity between people and we come together for a reason and that connectivity is given by somebody from above and uh, so when i saw that maina had told me talk to this person immediately so then i called it was probably late in the night when i came back from work and uh, i was thinking it's going to be morning for this person and so i called then she said it's it's midnight for me i i, I felt so bad <laughs> but it was i think 2:30 am <laughs> yes uh, having disturbed you at that hour because i was under the impression that it's going to be in india, in india. and inside i got the the number i had was an india number so so i took the time difference and i said very comfortably let me call this person can be early in the morning but of course it was uh, <laughs> no ma'am i'm lucky to have get that call it was I mean, bad, but uh, <laughs> but i was really very uh, intrigued the way you spoke to me in the early in the morning at 2:30 the enthusiasm with which you you spoke to me really struck me in it it struck me hard so then i said okay i have to work with this person uh, and 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 take things forward and when we spoke to each other i think we we spoke about our journey and we were able to relate to how we both have come from the same back base uh, and then but when we we move forward and, and now we are connected at at that it's at a point it's it's like the um, i mean a parallel lines starting on two sides and then getting connected um uh, then we had the first podcast i was really uh, very uh, happy about it and it was very so nice and um uh, then in january when we were wishing each other happy new year we said we need to start the new project and and we wanted to do it within a, a definitive timeline and we realized the need basic need of the quick um book which we said will be uh, basically a reference for a starter uh, who's going to um have some insight into what the technology holds both on the medical side as well as on the equipment side and things like that under one roof exactly because you see all this information all over the place but when somebody wants to really find something then we said we'll keep our timeline as uh, under 3 months 
it it was a hard target target <laughs> to achieve uh, but we made it yes we did make it yes. almost there like maybe a month's delay or something like that but i think that's that's okay i mean with with whatever yeah, but the only circumstances if you keep were 3 months yes <laughs> only if you keep 3 months you'll be able to do it within 4 yeah, months because exactly. if we say for definitely all said and done the first month goes in Just other planning. priorities yes. and only when your target days count come Nearer. you are looking you oh my gosh i got to do oh, this yes. and <laughs> that's what happened <laughs> yeah exactly. that's very true and i think ma'am in our journey we had those uh, common gaps that we found difficult to kind of fulfill like like yeah. for me it was like i i saw that being uh, coming from the side of uh, medical fraternity i realized that we could not understand the engineering language and we could not understand their books in their terms and we could not relate to what it has to mean to the patient and why should i adopt technology and what should why should this be done so that's that's the uh, that's the gap i felt that you know if this could be really made simpler for a doctor to understand for a dentist for a medical professional to understand maybe that brings you like a fundamental knowledge about all of that stuff in one place and then i think you can quick start with your journey right there because there is a lot to the subject but then getting to the fundamentals i think that can be done pretty soon but there is no concise book which can straight away take you to the fundamentals and then you can dig further i mean there is no end sky is the limit <laughs> very true very true yeah so yeah so that was an interesting journey and i think uh, we we made it in 4 months so <laughs> kudos <laughs> i enjoyed every moment of it thoroughly definitely ma'am could have asked for a better partner to do something like this definitely ma'am i'd also like to know your views on why did you agree to write the book and why did you feel that there was this right time and the need for the book uh i've been toying with this idea for some time uh saying that we need something uh a, a consolidated starter kind of thing because i i saw a lot of people Who, who wanted to jump into the technology but the the concept which they had was uh you feed the images into a computer and there comes your model right it's not that way you have to understand uh there are various steps that needs to go the workflow that needs to happen and also the technology that you want to choose even 3D printing has become too wide these days yes. because there are so many uh, manufacturing methods and so many machines and so many softwares out there and, uh, and having had this experience of of going through from starting from India where where, where we did not have a program for 3D conversion of uh, uh, where, where we wrote our own codes for that those days is and now you have a lot of software both uh, approved and non approved and people don't understand the uh, the validity of the software and how the quality control needs to come but eventually when um, they find say they they print something for a cardiac and they say say the the vst is too big so one the, the first impression for the for the cardiac surgeon is oh this technology is not giving me the right information but right. it is basically not the technology it is the people who are working on the technology they get to know what is needed and what needs to so so when this came up i i said it it, it will be a, a a great 
value of what i have experienced to put it in in words to the rest of the group so that people need not reinvent the wheel again and again right which is very true ma'am now i don't think for the fundamentals we need to really reinvent the wheel uh, we definitely need to just go through the fundamentals and then actually work on on the next yeah. level of uh, things which are needed so yeah. what do you think ma'am who will be benefited uh, by this book i mean this is just a discussion so that our audience know what is the book about and who are the people who would be exactly who are those uh, target audience we are looking for who will really be benefited by the book um i would start like this see first i would say the uh today ch- children are born with technology so uh, a student in the dental college knows the technology knows any technology more than me because i i mean we came from days of no computers right today they are all born with iphones where they uh, a two year kid can uh, find out his own program so that the the students will benefit it really to start with because when they come out as surgeons um, they have seen this uh, they would have uh, read a lot of journal articles and they would have seen this and they will be more open minded to start using the technology with an open mind so when they come out they have no place to go to to find everything under one roof and uh, they they may they may or may not understand that uh, that is the first level the second level i would say is the surgeons themselves the surgeons themselves are a very hard nut to crack <laughs> because as long as i've been a surgeon you've been a surgeon but we have to accept this yes. because when you know something is working it's just working we don't want to change it very soon yes so you do not want to rock the boat with exactly. anything new so this will give them an idea how they can go one step forward to help the patient without rocking the boat exactly. they can continue to do what they do but this will be an added value to them so they will understand the value of it and uh, again the uh, the teachers in the simulation of cadavers are becoming a rarity these days yes. we still don't have enough cadavers i remember when we were in the anatomy uh, theater within a year we used to uh, the, dissect uh, two heads thread yes. bare starting from the skin all the way to the bone but today it's not like that so they are teachers are looking out for uh, specimens and there are so many rare diseases for which you you are not going to get the the data on exactly. or you are not going to ha- have the specimens so you can create all of that as a huge big library and with the material that is coming out these days the colors the texture everything like that awesome. i think you can make an uh, amazing library of the rarest of rare specimens which will be one of the uh, the best things for for the institutions to have so it, even if institutions are, are going to start with that that will be really very helpful right. so with this i think you have a gamma starting from the student to the teacher to the practitioner almost everybody the, practically anybody who wants to start theory who wants to implement theory printing 
they don't even have to have the technology in in their own offices right. they don't have all they need to know is the what what the technology can offer this can, this will be working for that yeah i i totally agree with that ma'am i i would like to add to this that uh, off late i've had conversations with some engineers uh, one of them is mechanical engineer from dundee and uh, there was another in, there was another mba student she was also an, uh, a mechanical engineer from europe and what i realized was these guys they got in touch with me and they talked to me about what is the problem happening uh, where why this technology is not spreading and penetrating to the doctors so all the questions that they asked me were related to the fact that they wanted to know how to make it more simple for uh, doctors they could not understand the problems because i think when you when you look at it uh, as an engineer you do not are you are not able to find uh, that gap and so i think for engineers to know the gap when they would even ha- just go through the book they would re- actually realize uh, that gap as well so i mean yeah. it goes for all kind of professionals and maybe even amateurs who just want to start with 3d printing exactly uh, over a period of time so yeah it's 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 quite a short book and uh, should should be good for anyone to start with fundamentals basically absolutely so now i'll ask you the next interesting question which is why did we go for amazon publishing please reveal that <laughs> why not a publisher why amazon okay because uh, we discussed this quite a lot i mean right from the oh yes absolutely yeah. yeah yeah sure um we there and we wanted to publish the book we we saw we had two different processes we or pathways which we could take one is the regular one go through the the publisher and then the other one is publish it yourself through amazon so we were looking at the time factor for, for the first thing and this was our first book so we wanted to make sure that it comes out on time and because this is the right time for people because there's a lot of push for people to do 3d printing in the medical arena especially with the covid coming in people have been printing pps people have been doing so many things so we thought this should be interesting we believed when we went to a publisher which will be probably doing for our next book which is going to be a, a traditional one uh there we, we you have to find the right publisher and then you you have to it's going to take time for him to go through your proposal and then go through the hierarchy from um, the person who takes it and and all through the way to the editor and then come back and it's going to be a, a back and forth at least two two or three times in the minimum exactly. and which will eat up all our time right so and uh, we wanted to gain also first time experience of being a publisher as <laughs> exactly. apart from writing the book exactly and i think it's like uh, do it all together yeah and i think we also had this intent in mind that being the first book and being the fundamental book we wanted it to get out as soon as possible to the market to get the comments to get the reviews so that we can actually prepare uh for the next one and i think with the publisher there are a lot of stakeholders uh, besides the authors and so what happens is that it takes a quite a lot of time more than 6 months at times so that is what we try to prevent uh exactly. you going with amazon publishing so very true 
Yes. And uh, next one is a really interesting question, and which is, uh, how did we choose people for the forward? Because that was something uh, we discussed on back and forth. Uh, who yes. should they be, their streams and stuff. So please talk about that, ma'am. Sure. Um, we both were that went through the, uh, after getting the book to, to a certain level, we thought, okay, this is going to be up and, and we need to look into who's going to write the forward. I, we suggested to each other saying that this technology, this or this application in the medical world has two halves. It is basically the design phase and the manufacturing phase. And it starts all the way from uh, image data acquisition and then image processing and then goes. So you, the the initial the case selection is, is one of the most, most important. Very important. So we thought a clinician would be the best person to give uh, the forward as far as the um, the clinical applications go. And the design and the manufacturing is, is a completely different uh, aspect of, or a different perspective of the whole project. So, um, so we chose for the surgeon. We chose Dr. Sushma, who was uh, uh, my mentor, Ruchi's mentor, and uh, we are really very thankful for Madam to have written a wonderful forward for that. And uh, the other half of the this one was uh, the design and the manufacturing. I I could find no other person. Uh, other than Dr. Gaudi, uh, who's the vice chancellor of uh, um, the Tamil Nadu University or the University of Madras. He was the first person. Uh, though I started doing 3D printing in 1998, in 2003 was when I, I went and met Dr. Professor Gaudi and told him, uh, sir, I, I need to get to know more about this technology. And he said, come under my wings, I can take you for a master's. <laughs> wow. uh, he, he had the belief that I could do. Right. And he had the trust. And he taught, today if I'm doing this amount of 3D printing and, and you call me a pioneer and, and, and I, I mean, uh, people say so many things. Even though I can say that uh, I, it was a walkthrough, he was the one who had the belief to take me into the engineering world. And right. In fact, he designed uh, a curriculum uh, where any other medical student could come and join into the the, the manufacturing engineering. It was uh, so, and he is. Uh, there's nobody else whom I could think of. Exactly. And he wrote a very nice forward. And he he went through the book in, in total. And chapter by chapter, he gave what comes after that, um, uh, how the sequence goes. Right. Yeah. ma'am, we are really, really very thankful for uh, Professor Gauri and Professor Sushma, ma'am to really give us those four words because both had different view of the technology and both were actually complementary in terms of one being a surgeon and exactly. the other one being an engineer. So it, it was like uh, giving their feedbacks and uh, 
for me with dr sushma i have been working for the past 5 years not only 5 years but i think even more almost 8 years now 7 to 8 years uh, since my training period like uh, so ma'am has been always very very uh, encouraging especially the space that she gives you to kind of develop yourself and to learn newer things and there are very few mentors who give you that space to really work and i found that space with her and she trusts me so much so that i can do this particular thing and she's always collaborative and encouraging i mean <laughs> i'm so lucky to be under her for that matter and so i mean getting a forward from her from for me was really a blessing and that's it yeah and so that was an It's interesting an honor for us yes, both of my grandfather it definitely and after the forward ma'am now i would like to come to the book exactly and i would like to ask you uh, to reveal about the organization of the book the way we've actually written it so that people can actually uh, kind of understand how it goes okay uh the organization of the book is uh, this is the most important part where first we started with uh, what is 3d printing and gave an introduction and then we went on to 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 talk about a little bit about the history how it all started and how it slowly penetrated the the medical world uh, the first 3d printing model i saw was in 95 at the um, international uh, conference for um, radiologists and surgeons and uh, so at that time it has just started penetrating so that then we looked into the history a little bit and then we saw like what are the various applications and what are the an introduction of the technologies then we went into the processing itself because the the biggest thing about 3d printing is apart from doing uh, the um, the regular off the shelf thing the uniqueness is what you, you can make patient specific devices patient specific surgical plans Uh, and uh, patient specific implant so that th- these things happen from the patient imaging so we took the workflow as as the next after we spoke about all that and then uh, we split the workflow into different aspects like imaging then uh, the post processing of the images uh, creating a file virtual surgical planning uh, then after all the the end result or the mesh file all that is that can be used for the 3d printing itself and then uh, from there we moved on to the different printing technologies in between during the processing we looked into all the softwares available uh, which was both on the the approved and the uh, those that can be used for in a clinical setting for diagnostic purposes and those that, that can be used for research and then we work once we got the the printable file we started describing the technologies there are hundreds of printers available today how somebody is going to choose a printer and it's a big question it, it it starts all the way from 200 dollars all the way to a million dollars so that's a very vast range so the there's no point in somebody buying something what is not going to be useful for them so we gave them an introduction to each of the technologies a bit more in detail and so that they can have an idea uh, 
which printer will be really most useful for them depending on the work so before you start your printing job you have to do a research to see what what is the type of work you are going to be where are you going to be concentrating what's the type of materials that we we'll need what is what's going to be the end user needs so they could analyze all of that with this book and uh once they choose all that they are ready stack on your mark get set go <laughs> yes <laughs> is the, is the program. yes and i would also like to add to this that uh, i think it has a whole uh, plethora i mean the whole workflow is there and then with the workflow we've kind of described each chapter as each step of the workflow but we've kind of kept it summarized because we wanted to make it fundamental book because we wanted right. everybody to go the whole circle and then maybe in the next project we might describe that more in details but for this one we just wanted that somebody who reads the book can go full circle into the entire journey of uh, how exactly. you can get through yes so so ma'am what are the plans uh, that you have next with respect to a book and no not before before that i'd like to ask you one more thing what is it that you expect from people who really read the book <laughs> because i think that should be that is something we really need to tell people because this is something exactly. that will take us to the next step so sure. sure. uh, we've taken this as, as a fundamental book uh, as we said uh, so many times in this uh, talk and we would like them to read the book and then give us a feedback as to where we they still have some questions and how we can answer them better and um, those reviews are, are going to be implemented in the in the next version of the book where we would add all those things. so i i think we would like people to give read their genuine uh reviews of the book and you are not here to say everybody to say oh this book is so good oh, this book is <laughs> exactly. the book the book might be good i mean the book is good in, in our opinion at least <laughs> but um we we would like to know this we have written from our perspective of what we thought people should know but if if there are other questions what somebody should uh, would like to know we would be very open minded to to put in all of what they say definitely definitely ma'am i too feel that uh, real time feedback where people feel that there is something which is missing in the fundamental aspect and it should be there in the book that is something we can add in the next uh, probably version of the book and all those reviews will be incorporated and i think they should be because the the whole intent of writing the book is actually to help people actually get through the whole fundamental knowledge and as you said uh, get set go so then right. you are like right on the patient and you know uh, then where right. to start right yeah exactly so with that i like to ask you what are your next uh, plans with respect to writing a book or is it over <laughs> <laughs> or are you done i mean it was a roller coaster for us i mean 2 3 months and we were like doing our stuff whatever it was and then this was an additional thing where we were pushing each other to do things so what yes. next <laughs> yeah um this was interesting definitely and it was uh and i open up for me to see at least for me to see because being the first book it 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 gave us uh, a lot of thought process into um what a what writing a book actually means okay. um 
it's a, but um, but i think it it has also pushed me to thinking we are given the basics uh, and especially having the knowledge of so many uh, so much of what we have done so i think it's probably the time we start writing book for different specialties um, because i think each specialty has its own uh, requirements and its uh, its its needs and uh, what has to come into the book so the next we'll probably re- looking into other specialties uh, where we want to implement one i want to write is definitely on pediatrics uh, which is a uh, a completely different field and there are not many people or not many books on that and uh, i would like to i'll probably include pediatric dentistry as part of one of the chapters uh, but pediatrics as because uh, the the challenges in in pediatrics surgery is completely different from adults you have the problem of growth you have the problem of anxious parents you have the the problem of compliance there's a lot of things so so i think i would uh, take some of that and um, traumatology is again another thing cardiology is another is another thing orthopedics is a really vast field right, so like that i would rather take and uh, oncology is is another one so that i i mean if you start uh, talking about specialties each because since the technology is applicable to each and every specialty individually um, i think from our experience we should be writing something on traumatology and pediatrics yeah perfect ma'am i think i go by what you said and i think this time we plan to also have the experience of going the publisher way so yes, probably we exactly. would also <laughs> approach or we would like yes. look out into the publisher's way and have that experience as well because there was a lot yes. of learning with what we did this time and i think those nuggets are there with us and we would incorporate more of uh, of that uh, in the next journey and probably look out for even experts who could could kind of write a chapter or give their view exactly on yes. different chapters to a book so it would involve yes. more people it would involve a publisher so it's going to be a little more comprehensive uh with respect to what yeah. uh, this was so yes so exactly when so exactly yeah. Com- yeah so this basically completes the journey with respect to this particular book but there is a lot uh, more to be done and yeah and and we, we have people who are already experts in different areas so we will be incorporating a lot of other people sure. as well sure wonderful so this brings me to the end of this episode and i highly recommend people to go for the book read the book give the real time reviews uh, we don't need the cheesy ones definitely of course if you like it uh, then that's again a, a real time review but but uh, we don't need this just uh, you know just for the sake of it to say that it's good but really wherever you need you can give your feedbacks and we will truly incorporate all of that absolutely true thank you ma'am for coming in for the podcast and kind of getting together to have this release done and this was an important thing that we had to do and we had planned it quite back but with the circumstances of the covid happening and all of the other things happening with our families being affected in india we had to delay yes. this but i think everything comes everything good or bad comes to an end so <laughs> thank you very much thank you rishi it was really an amazing journey and as i said i enjoyed every single moment of it thank you <laughs> thank you ma'am for to working more
As discussed, we would really appreciate feedback about the book on Amazon to know what else is needed and to know about your problems. I can only say that this book will shorten your learning curve to implement medical 3D printing to your practices. I wish you have a great experience reading this book and it delivers value to you. So now, see you next time. with the next episode till then stay safe and live with passion life is a work in progress what matters at the end is the journey